Just when you thought it was a pandemic project, it wasn't. Smoke em If You Got Him is coming back. Myself and the great one, Jeremiah Charlton, are going to be outlining 250 of the greatest performances and musicians of the modern era. So we're going to warm up and uh, get one of these uh, episodes off of season three, Vandergraaf Generator in a 1977 review, and which we kind of do what we do. And uh, Smoke em If You Got Him has gotten pretty well known for... Uh, dropping some cool knowledge. So I hope you enjoy this and uh, we'll see you soon on the next episode of the brand new Smoke'em If You Got Em. Peace. Welcome folks, we're back. Smoke'em If You Got Em, as usual, delivering the most hip and the hard to find records. Um, you know, the rules of this thing are pretty simple and by now you should know them, but here we go once again. You have two numbers ready when you're listening to our show because we're gonna flip this record over and we're going to listen to it. But before we put down the needle, we got to smoke it. Because you got to smoke it if you got it. That's how this works, all right? Now, for today's record of choice, we had some, uh, we had some information a little bit prior. Vandergraaf Generator. Now, this band is pretty popular, or one of the most popular. And, uh, and right before we get to discuss this great record, and I'm sorry to keep you holding, uh, Jeremiah, but I got to say thank you for the, to the people of Gerson Records, the band that represents Cosmic Corridors, for allowing us to use their music and allowing us to use uh, the, the record throughout the video and the podcast. So Gerson Records on Bandcamp, you can catch the show we spoke about yesterday. You know, go in the archive and check it out. Um, so thanks to them. But now on to today's business. For the record of today, I pass the microphone over to the Oracle of Oxford County, Jeremiah Charlton. Ladies and gentlemen, today we will listen to Pawn Hearts by the great Vandergraaf Generator. This is a great album. So, hope you have one rolled up. And let's uh, go on this journey. Remember, uh, put your phones down. Let's uh, get yourself out of the very hustle and bustle of everyday life. Listen to the record, and then come back and let's talk about it. Correct. That's just what it is. Smoke them if you got them. Smoke them if you got them. Pawn hearts. Pawn hearts. Up Lemmings. Woo. Lemmings. We're listening to uh, 1971. Is that correct? Correct. 1971 Vandegraaff Generator, not the first time I've heard this album, certainly not the last time. But uh, I got to ask you, what, what drew you to, 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 to pick this one out of this, this vast catalog, right? These dudes have been around forever. Because of the song that's on side two. <laughs> okay. But, but, but uh, I really like uh, side one, too. I, I mean, we have two songs, Lemmings and Manerg. Yeah, and, Manor and, was my favorite in this side. Yeah. And uh, Vandergraaf is, is a very interesting band because, like you said, they are sort of sort of known, but they're a little bit underground as well. Like, they're that, they're that interesting point because they're not yes. All, they've never had, like, songs on the radio, right? But, no. But they are sort of known. Well, it's funny that a band like this, uh, you know, in this world, this art rock sort of world, you know, they've, they've not only returned once, but they've done two reunion shows. So, you know, yes, they are. They, they tread that line because they're fairly well known, but we're still talking underground stuff. Now, Pawn Hearts 71, 
how would you describe the sound of of Vandergraaff generator uh, in this era, 1971, so early? I personally don't like many progressive bands with vocals most of the time. Yeah, same here. Um, but I do enjoy Peter Hamill's vocals because I think he has just a little bit more bass at times and a little, little, little strange English growl to it. Oh, that's a that's a great. That's a great uh, thing to, to, yeah, Peter Hamill, we got to put him over, right? Because yes. in terms of vocals for music like this, it's, it's real hard to not be corny as fuck. Correct. And it, it, uh, exactly. That, that's, that's very hard. Right. And then it's interesting on charisma, right? Which was the album that uh, the, the same company that Genesis was on. Yeah. And Peter Gabriel, so famous. Yeah. You know, and then the, and then you have Peter Hamill who reminds me a little bit of, of him, but they have different tonal qualities. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I love Peter Gabriel, but you know, so do I. I'll, I'll go, I'll go on record. But Genesis with him on vocals is not my. Fa- it's not something that I'm going to run to put on. You know, um, it, Peter Hamill, on the other hand, has a lot of that uh, rawness. You know, the grittiness you're talking about, that that English, that English growl, whatever. It, it works out really, really well. Now, now in terms of music, uh, this band has so many cool things that they prepared to make albums like this, uh, including a Mellotron that was completely modded out circuitry wise and a couple of synthesizers. But I think, you know, we have to talk about this from the get go because it happens in the first track. Robert Fripp is part of this recording. Yes, that's true. It's a, it's a strange uh, sort of appearance because he's not like really. Mm, you wouldn't know it's Robert Fripp, actually, to me. You know, like, it, it's not hitting yeah. you over the head. No, no, no. And and it's not even a standout performance. He's even credited as just, like, an additional performer. But but it's interesting with, with this record, Pawn Hearts, 1971, um, you know, it sticks to the usual uh, sound that they've created, which is organ bass, uh, long extended jams, uh figuring out parts as they go along you know relaxed in a rock setting um but doesn't this feel like uh like a concept album yes because the long it again reminds me of genesis in a way um because of the, because of that the long songs the development and the fact they have vocals it's yeah. easier to see the development in the songs because of the melodies yeah. i find compared to instrumental prog is a little bit can be a little bit harder to tell uh it's more morphs slowly yeah oh that's yeah that, and, and that's if there's any band that really like uh that pushes on that is vandergraph generator um pretty powerful for a four-piece correct incredibly powerful for poor for a four-piece super influential band you know like no bass player board. no bass player i was gonna say we're talking about a four-piece without a bass but still the bass uh is present in everything that they do, and uh, you know this this magnanimous thing that moves has a lot of has a lot of bass. So, who was your favorite uh, player on the side for side? Like one instrument stood out. Was it organ? Was it the sax? The, or the drums? I really like the uh, I, I like the use of the saxophone because it really expands uh, on what they're building on. But the organ took it for me, man. Like the organ from the get go. Uh, the organ, you know, the last three albums that you've brought to Smoke Em If You Got Em have been synth and organ driven, and it's really speaking to me in a different way. You know, it's such a full body presence. 
Did you know that the saxophone player, David Jackson, he does like the Rasan role in Kirk where he plays multiple horns at the same time? Did not know that. Oh, that's he, exciting. He harmonizes with himself. Yeah. Wow. That's and he really put and he, and he would put effects on the on on his on his horns too, so it would just, it would be so powerful. There's, yeah. there's some really good Vanagraph live footage out there, folks. Yeah, we got to dig on more of this, but you know what? You know what we got to do. It's time to uh, turn that baby over. Yeah. And you got you got to smoke another one. Yeah, we've already talked about this. Yeah, you're supposed to be prepared. If not, pause, prepare, come back. Yeah, no rest for that because nope. you know, the deal here is that we we're focusing on the music. We stop what we're doing. We focus on the music with open hearts and open ears, and try to get something new that uh, you know, or maybe something that you've forgotten that you heard at one point. And today is Vandergraaf Generators Pond Heart, nineteen seventy-one, available everywhere. Lots of available options, folks. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you know, let them know. Let's go, folks. Smoke when we got them. We're back. This was the track. This is what I told you. This is the reason why I want to listen to this album. A Plague of Lighthouse Keepers. Incredible track. Yes. Expand on it, please. <laughs> well, it's 23 minutes. It's it's like so many parts. Um and it and they come back too, right? And yeah. there's an inc- speaking I said earlier about live Vanagraph footage. There's an inc- incredible performance of them doing uh, Plague of Lighthouse Keepers in great quality. They uh they've been doing that this song as a staple. I mean, they they've, they've gotten off uh the road uh after their last uh, album, but they keep on doing that song. 23 minutes of it. Not a bridge, no nothing. They do the 23 minutes, even as a trio now. Um, so, you know, it's a very complex tune. And even though this is a a fairly normal name that you would find in any classic rock magazine or prog rock, um, you know, it's hard to pinpoint songs. This this is so Vandergraaf. Nothing else sounds like this particular song for them. Oh, uh, this is this is their tour de force. Yeah, this is say. peak. This is total peak. Yeah, I agree. So great, so great. There's the, there's the one, um, and it builds, right? Yeah. Like it, it builds through these different patches. But there's one. I don't know which one it would be called on stuff off the top of my head. I know it's broken up, but it's where it gets really complicated, really busy, and mm. that's where I was like, man, I can't believe they play this part live because we go back to one thing to play it on the record, but to play it live. That's changes really the whole game. hard. Yeah. Not easy to play that, folks. And powerful. Yeah. It doesn't lose uh, it doesn't lose anything because of the complexity. Which I is also Hamill's super vocals, hard to do. Hamill's vocals, like I said earlier, this one's like so great on this track. Yeah, Peter Hamill really uh man, he, it's just it's a specific voice. Again, it's so easy to be corny as fuck with this sort of music with those vocals and for somebody to, especially a vocalist to maneuver 23 minutes. Right. It's, um, it's cool. Yeah. I have an, I have an original pressing of this. Oh, so that's wonderful. What, let's run some stats over this, this, this recording. Well, there's uh 71 issues of it. So pl- plenty of different available copies out there. Wow. I have like an original Canadian pressing. But you can get even an original UK pressing for fairly, fairly cheap. Like I'd say forty bucks, Not forty bad. fifty bucks. Wow! But there's Man, just, that's a lot. So that's many a lot of, of repressings. Yes, 
and, and so it's just like charisma just kept on putting it out, you know? Yeah. That's incredible. I think that's probably the most we've had of repressings, correct? Yeah, so far. It's and, be up there. You know, and this Maybe another and one. What do you think of the artwork on this record? I don't like the artwork that much, personally. It's, it, it, it's, too... it's weird. It's, yeah. It doesn't doesn't pop. It doesn't the, the picture doesn't pop off the page, son. Yeah, and there's nothing that really ties it to any of the music. Uh, it, it looks like an overview of the of the globe, and there's like these. I you know you're seeing it if you're watching the video feed, but it's it's a strange thing that doesn't really even fit with 1971. I, it doesn't even look like it's any not of horrible. the other records. It's, it's not, not horrible, horrible, but it doesn't it doesn't align well with the with the product inside of the album. Doesn't pop. Doesn't pop. Yeah. Doesn't pop. Doesn't pop like that Noe or that or that Faust cover. Yeah, actually, you know, there's two bands that we've covered here in Smoke of You Got Them uh, on the archive. If you haven't heard them, go back and check it out. Uh, that I would I would invite you to go and look and listen. Uh, the Gentle Giant record, um, and uh, what was the, uh, the the Italian one? Marconi, Fornio. Oh, P- PFM. PFM, thank you. Yeah. Uh, those two records, Gentle Giant and PFM, uh, feel really familiar with this album. I agree. And, yeah. they bo- and, they, and they all had, like now, Octopus has different album covers by Gentle Giant. So there's certain ones I really like. But that's probably the one. But the PFM, I didn't like that album cover either. And it's similar to this. It's, and similar art, too. Yeah, there's something, there's something happening... Uh, Something happening there. Oh no, this is thing. this is great. So you brought this up. How I found out about Vanagraph Generator was um, my my buddy who was this drummer who's an old old prog head worked at the music store, and his name was Ray. And he hit me to um, PFM. I think I told the story about that, right? Yeah. Well, through PFM, I found out that Vanagraph Generator was wildly popular in italy when when that that when that prog craze was happening yeah that's when vandergraf was like on top and so that's where like they're they sell most of the records in italy yeah it's uh, they you know that's strange well it's also the the one place that they constantly went back to either do live dvds or live records you know they're actually the last album put out for for this band is a live reunion of the, the second reunion as a trio uh in, in italy they they maintained you know they maintained that uh but but again the band could always produce it's like you're saying if you go back go to the tape and look at the tape and they were able to do it live too which is a uh, which is a, a big thing for records that last and acts that last and also i would say to folks if you like this this is another good deep dive band that you can go on um and they don't have too many weak records. Their first record, I'd say, probably stay away from that one. Yeah. Besides their very first record, they're pretty good all the way up to the 70s. I really like God Bluff, H the E. There's a lot of good uh, Vandergraaff albums. So if you like this one, continue on that journey. You won't be uh, burned. Yeah, there's uh, there's tons of, uh, there's three different eras, and they, they were very active when it came to music. So, And even their newest that. album sounds good, like not maybe the live one, but whatever the actual album they put out. Yeah, the uh, the one the one before the one two thousand eight, I believe. Yeah, that's they a good put album it. Too. They put it right out uh, after they got their lifetime achievement award from the BBC and uh, Rock Gods deal, and uh, yeah, they still they still kicked it. Now, um, I do have I received two emails 
okay. over at the noise on port at gmail.com. And they were both good questions. Um, All right. And one is from Macedonia. Okay. I'm not even, even going to try uh, to say your name, but Macedonia, what up? Um, and another one from Italy. So uh, from Italy, uh, the first question is, let me grab it up here. Here it is. For the Oracle, how did you get into collecting records? How did you get into collecting records? And this is ah. from somebody who's, who's wanting to start building a collection. So there you okay. go. All right. Well, I have horrible news for you. You've picked the worst time to start collecting records. <laughs> because, well, actually, no. Because now, 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 if this was like maybe a year or more ago, that statement would be completely true. Yeah. Now, because of uh, the pandemic and probably the global recession that we're all heading towards, and the Mad Max life that we're about to probably in the next couple of years, depending on what happens. Yeah. Yeah. But besides that. Now, what you can do, if you have some money over there in Italy, now's the time to strike. Because guess what? That poor musician, he ain't got no gigs. He's going to start selling them records, and then you're going to buy those records. There you go. That's my advice to him. Now, how, yeah. why did I get involved in it? It was the opposite. I got in when records were – it was the absolute best time because I graduated high school in the year 2000, uh, moved out. You know, I was 19, living on my own. So when I was a, a musician, had no money. Uh, was obsessed with music and learning about music. And this time, so we're talking like 2001, CDs were still very expensive and people were still buying CDs about the end, starting the end of that, but people were still buying them. And then if you, they were like, what, 20, over $20 a pop, weren't they? G yeah. Back then, yeah, right? yeah. You, and even more sometimes. If it was a double mm -hmm. CD, forget about it. So back then, people were like just giving vinyl away. So I started my collection very luckily because i would just go in and i would i mean i got like my, my biggest score ever i remember i got i got mob vision orchestra uh intermounting flame original pressing it was in the three for 99 cent bin incredible so um original ecms of Je of keith jarrett for you know $5. So, sometimes sometimes you just get lucky and you find dollars that you're supposed to get into and and just what i was looking now if i'd have known what i know now about music uh, back then, uh, I would have really cleaned up house, you know, but I was young and, and, and dumb and all. But you, you learn as you story. go. But yeah. that's my advice. So right now, if you got some cash, I would say stay away from um, record stores in general, unless they have sales, which they might be having sales because of this situation, too. Uh, look online. Look at any. I don't know if they'll be doing any record fairs lately. That's the other thing. So I would say just look online, look for personal collections, see if people are selling things, and you could get some good deals. Well, there you go. There you go. And, and look then, at this. Uh, Discogs is a good reference point. If you look at their middle, medium price for things, the record, if you're in a store, that should be around that price, generally. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's our, then, now, Macedonia. And then, and then Macedonia, the main event, the main event, the, the, the question, the question here, this is a great question. Uh, he goes, what is the record? What, well, what is the artist you most collect on L, on long play? So what, what vinyl do you have the most? Oh, it's Keith Jarrett. I have a lot of Keith Jarrett. Because how, much, uh, how much and why Keith Jarrett? I have 46 Keith Jarrett albums. You sick bastard. <laughs> you sick you're a sick human being. 
46 folks 46 lps and, that, and that's not and that's not a real full collection right uh, no he has, he, he has over 100 like, that's crazy now i don't think all hundred i don't think all hundreds are available on lp sure but i have 46 on lp i have a lot of zappa i have close i mean i don't i showed actually i showed g recently my zappa collection as a matter of fact i'm going to play the video of the records dropping down because they dropped but that that's that's like that's in the high twenties, I'd say. Right. I don't think I have thirty Zappas, but it's 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 over twenty for sure. And again, Zappa has lots too. Um, I collect John McLaughlin. I have a lot well, of and his. don't forget the second the second part to that was why is Keith Jarrett the most the the artist who ah, the most? Wow, that's the well, important question here. Keith Jarrett is just a little genius. I think. I think. I think he's a real. And that term gets thrown around a lot. Usually um, these days, in general, yeah, way, way too, way too much. And way I truly, I truly think Keith Jarrett is a genius, even among other great jazz musicians, piano players. Let's say Herbie Hancock, uh, Chick Corea, um, all those greats who I, I love to McCoy Tyner. Yeah, I still think Keith is a different level, even above all those guys. So that that's why, and, and it's, it's his ability to, to improvise. If you don't know about Keith Jarrett, he can improvise whole entire concerts. And and uh, can go anywhere he wants. Yeah, and they record every single one of his concerts professionally. ECM, like Manfred Eicher himself, and it, if you guys know about ECM recording quality, it's there. Yeah, it's it's the top of the line, the most high quality of high quality, and it's, so it's a it's a label run by musicians for musicians. I think when Keith Jarrett dies, it'll sort of be like everything's coming out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because they really they have recorded every single one of his concerts with high fidelity he's ever done yeah that's uh that's a since, real impressive since, since um let's say like the mid 70s well i mean that's that's the answer to that question so uh keith jarrett uh zappa and uh john mclaughlin a lot of john uh, mclaughlin the, the top three so yeah. i hope i hope that answers the question and, and folks if you got any questions for the oracle myself or the show any of that stuff you can hit us up through the facebook or you can hit me up at noise at gmail.com and we'll talk about it suggestions uh questions comments you know they're all welcomed we're on youtube we're on facebook and you know what the deal is but as i look at our time we're just running out of it brother. so where do you want to go tomorrow tomorrow we're going to italy going back to italy okay we're going back to italy because uh because you know that 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 question hit me in a good way so uh we're going back to italy tomorrow we shall go back to italy and uh we'll make it Unlike our last Italian, which was PFM. We've gone to Italy twice, right? Franco Battaglio. Yeah. Season one, PFM. We'll go back. We'll, we'll, we'll pick, something, pick something nice for everyone. There you go. Treat them good. All right, folks. Smoke if you got them. Peace.